You are listening to the 10 Minute Entrepreneur Podcast with host Sean Castrina. All right, in today's podcast, because we're wrapping up the end of the year, starting a new year, we're going to talk about how to set goals, setting goals for the next year. Typically, goals will go around these type of things. I want to be, I want to be a CEO of a company. I want to have this raise. I want to be a successful entrepreneur. Whatever it may be, it's an I want to be. Or it's I want to have. I'd like to, I want to have a new house. I want to have a new car. I want to have a Ferrari. I want to have a Porsche. I want to have a plane. Whatever it may be, I want to have. And then there's I want to achieve. I want to achieve this I want to take my company to $100 million, a billion dollars. I want it to go in the, I, you know, I want to achieve having a company on the stock exchange. I want to achieve a degree. Whatever it may be, just think for just a second. And that may just kind of get you going in the right direction with, I want to be, I want to be fit. You know, I, you have this body image that you might have. And again, things that you would like to have, things that you'd like to achieve. So write that down. I want to be, I want to have. And I want to achieve and just kind of leave about 10, you know, five lines between each of those. And just, you may want to just take a morning and just think on those. And these can be a really nice catalyst for the goals that you want to set for the upcoming year. All right, now we're going to jump into them. And maybe this will give you even better ideas on on setting those goals. I think the three that I just gave you are just, they're great for, for just kind of getting your brain going on the type of things that you should be thinking about. A lot of people, they don't have goals. They did a study with Harvard and they found that the students, 3% that had set goals that were written, had achieved at just a, just a 10x level than those who, had, who didn't. And the only difference between the, the group was the group that had actually written down their goals. Again, basically this is kind of how they worded it. The people who wrote their goals down everybody else was working for them. So like their, their income was so dramatically higher, their achievements were so great that the 97% that didn't write down their goals were basically working for the 3% who did. Okay, let's talk about some goals and some things that you can set for your goals. Health. Why do I talk about health? Well, this past year I've had two friends deal with cancer and, and so I can tell you this. If you don't have your health, money doesn't mean a thing. It doesn't, does not mean a thing. If you've ever seen somebody go through a, a, a health scare, a health crisis, you will know what I'm telling you. Money will not mean anything. Being a CEO will not mean anything. Look at Steve Jobs. I mean, one of the most successful people in the world. Battle with cancer. Cancer takes his life way too prematurely. So the first goal you should have should be around your health. I mean, we could get around faith and we could, obviously, I'd say faith would be more important, but I have a broad audience, a global audience. So we're going to talk about that. But first, we're going to talk about health. You cannot buy back health. And if your health isn't good and you pass away, you can't buy back your time. There is no time. There's no time to achieve anything if you're sitting in the ground. Okay, so what could you do for your health this year? Just think of just one habit. What's one habit you could do? I mean, I always go to walking because it's kind of like the one habit that we all know how to do. You know, like even babies get up and start, you know, figuring out they, they'd like to walk. You know, this crawling around is just not very uh, efficient. And the most simplest thing that you could possibly do on, do on any given day is take a brisk walk for 30 minutes. Probably get you in that zone too. That's kind of the, 
the real cool health thing right now. It's where you're, you're not really breathing hard, but it's at a nice level. Okay, it's about 65% of your maximum heart rate. If you're trying to figure out what that is, take 220 minus your age and times it by 0.65 and you're kind of in the range of where you want to have your heart rate. You want to stay there for about 30 minutes. Maybe it's lifting. You want to lift weights. You want to age. You want to have some bone density. You want to lift. Maybe you want to take up yoga. I love yoga, except it never makes me, it, it, it stretches me, but it doesn't kill me. But it, it, it's a great, I think it's a good you know, exercise to take up beginners and, and those who want to create flexibility and different things like that. What, whatever your goal is, I think it's, if you're doing nothing, I think they're all good. I think they're all good, but set some health goals, something that you're going to do next year that you haven't been doing. And those are going to pick on me about yoga. I do yoga every day, but I do it in conjunction with other things because I think you still need to lift and I think you need to, you know, work your heart rate a lot. Second is finances. Hey, money is not everything, but it's in the top five. It's not everything. I talked about health, but it's in the top five. Money offers you the options that, that people that don't have money don't have. It, uh, you can buy good advice. You can buy, you know, you, you, you can get, you know, people to help you with the problem. You can get help, you know, hire people. You can get solutions. I mean, finances gives you a tremendous amount of options and, and different things that if you don't have money, you don't have. Um, I, the, the quality of life, you can't tell me that if you're completely broke and you have, you know, reserves of money that the quality of life is not going to be better with having money. I, I'm sorry, I, I'm not buying that. I, I, it's kind of have, you know, vacations, uh, you know, the, the places you can live with your family, the safety that... You know, a nice neighborhood provides the educational opportunities. Okay, we can all be pious and minimalists, but we do know uh, finances is quite helpful. So what are some financial goals that you can set? Maybe it's to save 10% of your money. I mean, that's like a wealth tax. You hear me talking about it all the time. I'll tell you this. If you can't save 10% of your money, you're never going to be successful because you're never going to have the financial discipline to run a company's finances. Typically, a company's finances will parallel your personal finances. And if you're not good with money, your company's going to live be week to week. It's going to be week to week. All right. Third is we're setting goals, relationships. Well, you know, what's one change you could make to make a critical relationship you have now better? Maybe you struggle in relationships, to, you know, in general. I remember when I first moved to where I am, I started a softball team. It's really how I made a core group of friends for probably my first 20 years here. And now I notice that I'm going to another stage in life where softball's not it. You know, no, no, none of us, you know, hitting 50 want to have, you know, be, you know, a softball come at us at 110 miles an hour off a of bat. Okay. You know, at, at like seven o'clock at night when it's kind of getting a little bit dark, we'll pass on all that. But golf is like the thing that we all do know, golf and pickleball. So I want to establish a golf league this year. I want to get this course that I, I sponsor all their championships through my company. And I just want to buy an entire night from like 6 to, you know, 6 to like 8.30 and have a nine-hole league that I sponsor. Why? It gives me a chance to meet new people. That's one of my relational goals here. All right, next thing, business and career. What's some goals that you have for your business? I always have ambitious goals for my company and typically they're revenue related because if you do a lot of things right, revenue takes care of itself. If you do a lot of things wrong, revenue drops. Maybe yours is a career goal. 
you know, you're working up the ladder. This is a high entrepreneurial audience. But again, there's nothing wrong with being an extraordinary employee. There's nothing at all wrong with that. It worked out okay for, you know, Tim Cook. Worked out okay for Steve Ballmer. Okay, so you can, you know, you can be very wealthy being an extraordinary employee for a great company. I, I'm, I could not do any of the things I do without the extraordinary employees and partners that I have. So think of a career goal that you can set for this next year and, and how you can achieve it. I'll tell you one thing you can do for your boss, whoever you work for, is go to them every week. They'll, you know, you're going to think it's, you know, at first, oh, this is stupid. But I guarantee you about four weeks in, they're going to start taking you up on it. Just say to them, what's the one thing I can do to make your life easier this week? And they'll look at you stupid for like the first week and maybe the second week they give you something small. But I guarantee you four weeks in, they're going to start giving you real responsibilities. And you're going to end up being their go-to person. So you may want to really think about that. All right, next, we're going to talk about charitable. So what are some charitable things that you can do? That's like giving away money, some things that, you know, just think about something that doesn't involve you. You're not benefiting from it, but you can benefit in through areas of generosity for other people. What could you give away? How much could you give away? What's something that matters to you that you can be involved in this year? I got involved at the end of last year in um, an entrepreneurship program for low-income areas providing microloans to people that wanted to start a business, you know, loaning them between $750 and $1,500. And um, I was very active in that, giving them a chance to, you know, to start these little businesses. And they, obviously they can't start them if they don't have enough money. So, you know, I loaned, gave, okay, a, a, a sizable amount so that these microloans could be given away. All right, next is faith. That'll apply to a lot of our audience, may not apply to anybody, but there's typically somewhere deep down inside, even if it's, you know, where you just, you know that there's something not there, that you're not happy with the way your life is going, Uh, you know, you don't feel like you have the purpose you need to have, or there's something that you've walked away from that you, that once was very valuable to you. This is just that, that quiet spirit inside you that says, hey, things aren't quite the way I'd like them to be. I don't have that peace that I want. I don't have that purpose that I want. I encourage you to to look into that a little bit, okay? Because there's a lot of books and a lot of ways to, to, to connect with that. And I tell you, if you're struggling in that area, kind of all the other stuff doesn't matter. If you have that vacuum, the other things don't matter. So again, what we talked about today was setting goals. I encourage you to use a journal. I like to write my goals down each day. Not that I think it makes you... You know, you know, I, I always, you know, people, you have to take action. Let me put it that way. A lot of times we think we can just write things down or we can, you know, law of attraction, just think about it and it happens. No, I write goals down because it reminds me that I need to do something today. It reminds me I need to get, you know, I need to get off my butt and do something. So I write them down to remind me that these are important to me. And then I typically write down what I'm going to do today in these areas. And then I get up the next day and I look and see if in fact I did them. If I didn't, I kind of make myself a note, okay, that wasn't good, that did really good, but it holds me accountable. So again, what we talked about is how to set some goals, how to achieve them. I gave you kind of the secrets that I use. I want to thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Entrepreneur Podcast. Again, one of the top podcasts in the world in entrepreneurship, marketing, and business. 
So thank you for listening. It's brought to you by Gig Strategic, the best digital marketing company for small businesses. I know that because I know what they do for my companies. I have multiple companies, and they're incredible. Uh, The best winter we ever had, because one of my companies has seasons, is January and February. We would normally just, you know, that's just not one of our great seasons. We had over 30% growth when they work with our company. So they're incredible. So again, gigstrategic.com. Thank you again for listening. We'll talk soon.